Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spoker. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Ina Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Watching and listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Hey, Stan C, Romeran, and Rowan ASH coming to you for our weekly Thursday live stream. The soundboard is back. Hey, and yes, I am in my own little coffin, my own little recording booth that I did commission. A bunch of us VO artists have been improving our home setups since the onset of COVID. And eh, lang ako nakapag-ipon ng konte, so I figured it was high time to spring for this. And yun, uh, you guys are basically the first people to watch and hear me perform inside the studio. So thank you for being the guinea pigs for this setup. I appreciate you. All right. So much that we have to get to for this week. But, but first, yes, yes. Uh, Rowan, we have to ask you, what has gotten into you? Why are you suddenly the week's biggest heel? I don't know. I, I probably slept the wrong side on the wrong side of the bed. Uh, I didn't have uh, proper merienda today. So I'm grumpy. I think I know it. Medyo kapal ng mukha mo, ha? ASH ka pa lang, pero tumatanggi ka na sa mga pinapagawa namin. <laughs> I mean, literally, the fans wanted you to do the ad reads. At least take turns. Not the whole ad read, but at least take turns, right? That makes so, uh, who are you as a show host in training to deny them of what they want? Rowan, one more outburst like this and... Yeah, you know what you need in your life? You need this in your life. Shut up, baby. Para loosen up ka. Wow. Right? Anyway, we have a lot to get to for this week. But first, as always, we got to let you know that we are a growing community of wrestling, wrestling podcast fans and hosts like Rowan. So if you want to be part of our patron community, here's how you can support the show. All right, guys. In a week, around 10 days from now, we will be having the SummerSlam 2022 live viewing party online because it's ang cases of COVID right now. So if you want to 
be a part of that watch party. Or if you just want to support us because you like what we do, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. For as low as around 280 pesos, inflation, humihina na ang peso against the dollar. So it, I can no longer say 250 pesos a month. That's $5 a month. You get access to our Discord community where we talk about wrestling, where I ask you stuff about wrestling. And you can answer me, talk about sports, talk about TV shows and all that other good stuff. Get exclusive review content. Rowan is reviewing the latest Action Novella TV episodes. So we give that to you for free. But if you want to read the rest of our reviews of pay-per-views of weekly television shows like Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dynamite, Rampage. And also, you get exclusive access to merch so that what you're seeing right now on your screens, if you're watching this on Kumu or Facebook, that's our line of merch. If you're a patron, you get uh, a free t-shirt of your choice. We're getting on that for our current batch of patrons. Don't worry, we will be sending that on the way. But If you want to be, if you want to have your own, you can just subscribe to us. And if we also have pasabais from other sites, from other stores online, we can include you in as well. So again, if you want to be a part of the community or you just want to support what we do because you like what we do, it is patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for as low as $5 a month. All right, uh, babyface producer Mike. Let's bring on the first slide. Well, everyone, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Di ko lang control yung ano yung chat box. So babyface producer Mike, let's get to the next slide. Let's show everybody what we're gonna talk about first, and that is the debut of one Maxine Dupree. So Rowan, you and I are actually the fans of Maximum Male Models, this new act on SmackDown. So people online have their guesses as to who Maxine Dupree could be. Do you want to take? first dibs on who, uh, who your guess is? Well, so makikinig na lang ako sa kung ano sinabi niyo uh, last week. Could be Ginny from NXT UK. And looking back from the 2000... Oh no. Oh no. Wala ka rin. And... Kala ko ako yung naglalag si Rowan pala. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, you... So Rowan, you're back. Keep talking. Alright, so doon ko parang nakita ko nga na parang fashionista yung gimmick niya. So I think it would be fitting na siya nga. Mm-hmm. Now, There are some people who have the worst picks. Like they said, it could be Yoshirai. So, palagay nyo sino yung pwedeng maging Maxine Dupree if it's not Ginny. Uh, okay, I'll answer. As much as I wanted to be Ginny, because as everyone says, she does fit the bill as to be you know as the fashionista of the group. Um, I don't see someone like that completely bypassing NXT stateside. So even Gunther had to go through NXT US. Everyone who is on the main roster right now had to go through NXT US. And Ginny did not go through NXT US. Although she is in the States. I did see a picture of her and Gunther on Gunther's Instagram. So there is that. But the odds are pretty high. Or the odds are pretty low. Kumbaga, sorry. That it's going to be Ginny. But... I wouldn't be surprised. It would be really great if it was her, but I don't think it's going to be her. Mike, let's take down the slide for a bit. I can't think of anyone else if not Ginny. No, no let, let's take it on first, Mike. Mike. Uh, so, I'm coming in with a new setup. Me more than everyone else. But anyway, I can't think of anyone else if it's not Ginny. Because if people are guessing Io Shirai, I guess just a troll, obviously, it, I don't think it's going to be Io Shirai. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be EO either. Medyo malabo yung contract status ni EO right now. Although I would not be surprised if it did end up being EO Shirai. It's exactly the kind of thing that Vince McMahon is wont to do. Pero fingers crossed that it's not her. So good luck to ng sa ating lahat. 
Yeah, so everybody, if you have other guesses you want to put out there, probably manifest it or send it to Rowan and then have him manifest it because we all know that Rowan is the great manifester of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Eto, guess ni John Dennis Amarante. Aliyah. What about Aliyah? I mean, she's already Aliyah. That's already her WWE name. I think Malabo. Chaka, she's already... She's, having, Sorry, she's having a feud with Lacey Evans right now. So, parang Malab. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. That's what I thought of as well. There is no reason for them to suddenly switch gears. So, medyo hindi ka ata the SmackDown there, John Dennis. But medyo lang. Wala, nauli. Eto, si Glendale, tanong niya, what if it's Zelina Vega just repackaged? Yeah, wouldn't be a bad idea either. But I know she's injured. Not and, um I don't know if there's a timetable for her return. I don't know. I guess I'm open to being surprised. Yeah. Same here. Uh, I am open to be uh, be surprised as well. So let's move on. Uh, let's get to the next slide. Uh, let's talk about is like... Double J, J-E-double-F, J-A-double-R-E-double-T, the special guest referee for the Undisputed Tag Team Championship match at SummerSlam. So are you overwhelmed, underwhelmed, or just whelmed with this announcement? Rowan has something to say about this. So go ahead, Rowan. Yeah. Well, this is something I expected, pero hindi ko minanifesto. I honestly thought it was going to be a celebrity, pero I mean, it makes sense because Double J is from Nashville. And I mean, who else? Sin, kung iisipin ko, sinong celebrity dapat yung magano? Si Billy Ray Cyrus? I don't know. Okay na rin ko. I see Double J, although it's a bummer. I know that there's a Nashville connection with Jeff Jarrett, but I don't think anyone was really jonesing for a Jeff Jarrett appearance like of all the legends you can bring back, hindi naman matunog yung pangalan ni Jeff Jarrett. So, like Rowan, this does nothing for me. For once, I will agree with his Youngblood take here. So, if you guys are old school fans and you like the idea of Jeff Jarrett making an appearance, yay, good for you. But I did not grow up with Jeff Jarrett. I didn't even grow up with him in his TNA days. So, this does nothing to me at all. So, good luck na lang sa inyo. And at least, I hope that you guys end up finally resolving the ref issues that have been plaguing this feud for so long. Yeah, medyo nagulat ako with this one. I mean, as long as magiging impartial naman siya, that would be hopefully, fine. Hopefully. Pero, di lang matu- it's not like he's connected with either team. Ako nagulat lang ako na, of all people, was Jeff Jarrett. I guess, yung yeah. the Nashville connection. But um, I, I kind of agree with Ro na, as someone who didn't grow up with Double J, it's, it's not something that immediately popped uh, to me, uh, Julia. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I think Julian. I'm delayed here. Yeah, yeah, Julian saying that I, I, I memorized the catchphrase. It's just the spelling. It's just the name. <laughs> so you just have to know how to spell Jeff Jarrett, and you'll be able to memorize that. Anyway, let's take a quick break while I try to get my internet connection uh, connection fixed, and let's tell people how they can support the show through their online shopping over on Lazada. Right, guys. It is uh, another payday. I mean, almost a payday in a cup in a week or so. So, if you are getting anything that you want and need from the Zada, say hashtag #NasaLazadaYan. All you gotta do to do that and support the podcast in the process is use our affiliate link, podlink.co/iam, podlink.co/the letters iam. Type that in your mobile browser at the cart, and check out on the mobile app. And what you buy will help us do what we do here in the podcast at no extra cost to you. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia.
Okay, no specific shout-outs on Kumu, but um, I just want to say hey to everyone who's watching on Kumu. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, thank you for uh, clicking our image, our photo, and deciding to tune in and see what we're all about on Kumu. Uh, we do appreciate you tuning in and smashing those hearts to let everyone know that you are at least, at the very least, interested in listening to wrestling talk here on the platform so yeah so see bruce says that he did his payday shopping on the zada and shopee through your to our affiliate link so thanks bruce uh sana maramdaman namin yung katas ng affiliate link soon enough budol reveal naman jen so let, show us what you bought if you are okay with it because we want to know what people are getting through our affiliate link. Yeah, that would be nice. Uh, uh, let's take that a slide first uh, a bit long, Mike. Let's take it down. Um, let's say hi to Matt Scott all the way in the U.S. Hey! Good morning, sir. Thanks for checking out the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Go check out their podcast, The Wrestling Rehap Up. If you love uh, wrestling and reality TV, they bring uh, both perspectives onto their fun podcast. Okay, let's uh, get to talking about more WWE stuff and go to Raw. Next week, we'll be celebrating 20 years of Rey Mysterio. So next week, naturally, there is a match between the Judgment Day and the Mysterios. And the question is, will Dominic turn on the Judgment Day? Let's bring on that next slide. Uh, Rowan, this is your talk point, so yeah. go ahead. So I'm, yeah, I'm completely fine with this. Because if, if this means we're going to get a Rey versus Dominic match, they should pull the trigger. Uh, that's a dream match that everyone has been uh, dreaming of, and they want that in a manifest dinila like what I do. So I think this could be a turning point. Na magiheal turns to Dominic and joins the Judgment Day, either forcefully or in his own decision. Yeah, but does Dominic really need to turn heel? Why are people clamoring for Dominic to turn heel and to, to join Judgment Day? Para banatan yung tatay niya, the way he got beat up playing WWE 13. No, you guys have daddy issues. That's what's going on. Hanuman, uh, I honestly do not care about the Judgment Day. Um, I didn't even care about it when Finn joined. To me, I, I don't know. I think I've mentioned this before on the show, but Judgment Day has jumped the shark as whatever concept it was. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't have a purpose. It doesn't have a clear mission, vision to me. I don't know what they're there for. I don't know what machine they're raging against. I I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it's about. It, it makes no sense to me. So I don't know why you guys are so high on Dominic um, enter, or joining the Judgment Day. It doesn't even feel like a Nexus group. Um, I know that Damien Priest kind of is treating it like the Nexus in which young guys reach their potential over old guys. But Finn is an old guy if you really think about it. He's already 40 and he's in his 40s. So it doesn't make sense to me at all. There is no clear purpose and I wish there was better writing. I don't know why you guys like it. Maybe you can tell me why you guys like the idea of this stable. Babyface producer Mike, let's take down the slide. As I mentioned this comment that Matt Scott uh, put in, everyone is getting a 20-year anniversary celebration these days. Now, when I think about it, it's actually pretty cool and strange that the year 2002 brought so many superstars who are still very relevant today. John Cena, Randy Orton, Brock Lesnar, Rey Mysterio, Shelton Benjamin... Uh, I guess you could count Batista. Like, there was something about the year 2002 and the influx of all this talent who turned out to be megastars in the industry. 
I don't know if it's uh, a thing that we can celebrate. It's great that 2002, the year, brought so many big stars to us, to our wrestling lifetimes, right? So that's pretty great. But at the same time, is this also a testament to how much yeah. WWE is relying on these stars from 20 years ago? But at the same time, the recent stars that we celebrated, Cena and Batista, they're technically not full-time anymore. Uh, Batista's retired. The only 20-year veterans that we're really celebrating who are still here are Rey Mysterio and Randy Orton. At the same time, it's yeah. not really that much. There only have been four people who are celebrating their 20th year in WWE. And I don't know. I guess it's lucky for them that they have survived for this long. They have held up. Their health has held up. So great on them. but. It's not really that many when you also really get down to it. Yeah, nakakatuwa lang, I guess, na, you know, you know of all of the years na pumapasok to mga batch na to, diba? This, this, these batches of talent, these batches of stars, na it, it's this one group from 2002 na all of them seem to really uh, hit the highest of highs and they all came in right around the same time. Roman J asking, wala bang 20th for Brock? Wala na eh, tapos na eh. So, I, yeah, it already happened. Yeah, I, I guess we're not celebrating that. And... Chaha, this time, I think they don't really count like a big chunk of his career. He didn't spend that in WWE. Right? Yeah, so I yeah. don't think they're qualifying it as a continuous 20 years then. I mean, Rey Mysterio was also gone for like three or four years. If I remember when he did Lucha Underground and AAA and all that stuff. But I guess we're selective with, we're, we're selective like that. So, you know, yeah, it is what it is. Let's move on to the next bit. Uh, let's bring on the next slide and let's talk about the 24-7 championship. So here's the lowdown before uh, Rowan states his case and before Row also talks about his thoughts on the 24-7 title. There was a six-woman tag match on Raw. And within that six-woman tag match, so many people came in and won the 24-7 championship. Nung simula yung match, si Dana Brooke yung champion. Nung natapos yung match, si Dana Brooke pa rin yung champion. So they basically uh, won and lost the 24-7 championship several times within the span of one six-woman tag team match. Rowan, what do you think about this? Parang pali yung implementation nila with the 24-7 title. They advertised the title as a title that would be defended 24-7 in Raw, on Raw, SmackDown, NXT, NXT UK, and back then, 205 Live. But now, they're only using the title for Raw. It's, it's more like a Raw-exclusive title now. Yeah. Uh, uh, sabi nga ng best friend ko na si Chandra Sap who replied on my tweets. Uh, it's now the wow. Look at you. It's now the three. Wow. Go <laughs> I'll do you one better. He follows oh. me on Twitter. So. Anyway, so yeah. I mean, so sabi niya, it's the three-one championship because it's only defended <laughs> in a three-hour show. And parang it's either they should scrap the title because it's that ganon na treatment sa kanya or they can still survive, make the title survive by really de- by actually defending it in pay-per-views. I said that's the only time that uh, Raw and SmackDown would meet, and that's the only time na pweding ma moves the SmackDown yung title. But they're too lazy, and they just made the title say on Raw. Okay, so what do you actually want for the twenty-four-seven championship, man? What I want for the title is to be defended every, in every brand and to have a champion. Uh, because when it's on Raw, it's revolving around the same people. So that's a problem for me. I mean, it's a joke title. It's not supposed to elevate someone, but it's supposed to make the title memorable somehow. 
Basta, like, we need a new champion, like, from SmackDown. Someone who is not being used might get a title. Para, like, just to get some flowers, you know? Okay, let me ask you. The 24-7 championship sometimes was defended in actual matches. Especially when Madcap Moss used to be the champion, diba. Right? So, if the title was defended yeah. in these other shows, do you also want it to be, like, this way? Na, okay, they're just doing random roll-ups on each other. Or do you actually want some actual matches? Actually, parang... I want the 24-7 title to be defended in a match, pero ayoko yung sinasabi nila na, oh, the 24-7 rule is suspended. Parang it defeats the purpose of the belt. Parang the name of the belt as well. Kaya parang okay lang kung someone would interfere. That would be fine. So you're okay You're okay with people having a match, an actual match for the 24-7 championship. Tapos may gugulo sa kanila. Maybe siguro, uh, okay, maybe I'll make it clear. So a 24-7 champion in a six-man tag or a six Tag. Maybe uh, don't don't lang suspend. Pero when the title is being defended in a regular match, maybe that's mm-hmm. where okay. uh, there's the suspended can be lifted. The uh, suspension could be lifted. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That the 24-7 champion is already defending the championship in a regular match, and then other people are free to jump in and try to pin him. And leave with the championship. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Pero like okay. Pero in a six-man tag na parang ganun, you know, like what we saw on Raw, it could have caused a disqualification. It should have been shouldn't have been defended on the spot. Parang should only be suspended on that very match. Na the title shouldn't be on the line. Yeah, I get. It. Okay, I think I get what you're saying. Na magulo kasi you understand that the rules of the match are if someone outside the match interferes, that's my disqualification. But instead, na uphold yung 24-7 rules. And yes. you don't like yeah. that. That's what you're saying. Tama ba? Okay. Okay. That took a while. Okay. I don't, I don't, want, you, I don't want you as a general manager of any show. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> he, that, can you imagine a match like that? So uh, I'm Dana Brooke. I'm defending the 24-7 championship against another woman. And then in the middle of the match, somebody comes in and tries to pin me for yeah, the championship. Double I mean, that's what they I mean, that's what they did with the hardcore title. Is it though? Yeah. Is it though? In the middle of a match? Yeah. Of another match? Yeah, I remember uh-huh. WrestleMania yeah. 7, Bayon, X8, some, some, some WrestleMania, the hardcore match. Basayon. Okay, I'm gonna answer the question I put out and say that I actually want I'm actually okay with the idea of a 24-7 championship. Uh I don't mind the championship being there. I just want it to be so that when the championship is being defended, it is actually being defended in a real kite make the real match. So um you can be backstage, you can be in the ring, you can be in the crowd, you can be anywhere, but I want it to be an actual match. The ref is there. You just you, you don't just do roll-ups. You don't just um, pin the guy out of nowhere. I want it to be... A, there's a finisher. Somebody hits a big move. Somebody hits... A weapon. An, yeah, a weapon at least. Somebody hits some major offense enough to um, put the person, the champion, out of commission and actually have it be contested in an actual competition. So the roll-ups aren't doing it for me. And 
that's what is killing the vibe for me when it comes to 24-7 championship. And I also actually want it to be defended in a real match. So I wanted I want them to treat it as a TV championship, a, a really third-tier championship for singles wrestlers. Kait babae, kait alake, kait sino, whoever's holding the championship, just just do it, treat it like an actual championship instead of a comedy prop. It could be a comedy prop, just just don't do roll-ups with it. Emil uh, brings up the comparison with the DDT Ironman Heavy Metalweight Championship, which I think the 24-7 championship was kind of in that mold uh, yeah. at its peak. It was, right? Uh, uh. so, yeah, it was. Yeah, um, something changed along the way. And as Rowan did point out earlier, to be very fair to him, uh, it, it just became very raw exclusive and... We, we just got what we got. So um, apparently, I guess if you're on SmackDown or NXT, uh, you can't win the 24-7 championship yeah, because it weird. is on Raw. Uh, yeah, so that uh, that's where we're at. Let's go to NXT. Let's bring up the next slide, babyface producer Mike, and talk about Rowan's favorite Team 2001 member, Cora Jade. Let me ask you this. Can you buy a heel Cora Jade? I Yes, I'm going to answer this because she cut a really good promo on NXT yesterday. Um, I think that the whole Avril Lavigne gimmick isn't <laughs> really her. Parang, I've seen her post on Instagram. She's actually a low-key baddie. Um, that kind of feels creepy to say because she's 21. But um, yeah, uh, but this uh, entire diva-esque gimmick She's actually like a mini Mandy Rose, a younger Mandy Rose. Parang uh, toxic attraction pledge. Siya. So um, the whole uh, punk rock rebel thing wasn't really her. It didn't feel like her. And this is like the this is closer to her actual personality. So the fact that she's closer to her actual personality is uh, good for her because it makes her a more believable character. It what do you think? makes her carry her heel turn a lot more. I am more comfortable with her turning heel uh, now than I was last week. Yeah, but Vincent heel, I mean, the way she presented herself and the crowd hates her. Like, the promo that she cut, very, very good. Uh, she stated how uh, Roxanne would always steal her thunder and when she dumped the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship, it made me believe that a sweet 21-year-old girl can be hated. So, with just that convincing heel na siya sa akin. So, I, I saw kanina on WWE.com. Roxanne is not Apparently, a on her own. She's uh, an individual. Cora Jade is not the NXT Women's Tag Team Champion. It's just Roxanne right now. So that, that, that is weird. <laughs> I yeah, guess. vacant yung isang spot. So it's like that is like when uh, that is a good reference. Sigay, go. Yeah, so it's like when Oliver Gray, the tag team partner of Neville, got injured. Parang wala walang partners. Yeah. That's got, why yeah. Oliver yeah, Gray, British ambition. I parang he he got someone else as a partner. See si Neville, he he got someone else. I forgot who. Probably Corey Graves, ba? or Bo Dallas. I forgot. Yeah. I think it was Corey Graves. Yeah, I think so. If I, I will have to research. Somebody will have to research that. Somebody, uh, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, so Corey Graves became a Bo Dallas. Oh, yeah, it's Bo Dallas. 
Okay. No, no, no. It was Bo Dallas, nung last title defense niya. And then, the second title reign in Neville, okay. it was with Corey Graves. So, yeah. I, I, that's how I remember it. So, in, in this uh, case, though, probably Roxanne would pick another tag team partner, probably Indy Hartwell. Yeah, but if I'm out, I, I would I would be okay with Indy um, since they did team together that one time. Yeah, you six woman so, tag. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. I actually like the idea of Toxic Attraction being an all out sorority. In Seven Marona, Cora Jade's like a Toxic Attraction pledge now. I actually like this idea because you have this one girl in Mandy Rose who it's like she graduated now that she came back because she uh, never got over it, parang being the big girl on campus. And then she has all, all these little followers, yung mga alipores niya. So I don't know, I, I kind of like that idea. Then again, it kind of doesn't make sense that Cora Jade was trying to break Toxic Attraction, then now she's trying to be like one of them. So I think the direction for her is parang. She's a heel all on her own. So where do you think the women's tags are going to go then? I don't know. It's weird because Roxanne will have to find a partner. But at the same time, she'll also have to focus on feuding with Cora. So I think the ending nun is to vacate the championships and then Toxic Attraction will get them back. Um, for a third time. Uh, for a third it time. seems like they're not yeah. going to bring up Toxic Attraction just yet. Unless unless Mandy Rose uh, loses to Zoe Stark. So there's that. I think we're going to get to that in a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I just hate how there are two sets of women's tag team championships, mm-hmm. as Matt points out. And that there's only one person holding a women's tag team championship in the WWE. Anyway, uh, we'll talk about the women again in a bit. But first, we got to get to this next slide. Uh, th- there was a debut this week. And it was Axiom, FKA A-Kid. And my question is, did A-Kid, or did Axiom, rather, pass the test? What did you think about that debut? I prefer A-Kid a lot more. This is speaking as a mass luchador. I didn't think A-Kid was going to be like a luchador in the same mold as Kalisto, Sincara, or... Original Sincara or Rey Mysterio. So I think he did try his best. He was smooth and fluid. He showed a little bit of Lucha style there. Lucha yeah. Libre style. Pero, I don't know. The gimmick is cool, but the work isn't mind-blowing, if you will. I enjoyed almost generic wrestler A-Kid a lot more. I kind of disagree there because I love the counter. Impuro counter lang yung ginagawa niya. Kasi nga, diba, the idea is matalino siya. He's very yeah. analytical. So, yeah, mathematician siya. So, he's thought of every problem. So, he's thought of every counter to solve every problem. So, you match niya with Dante Chen where every tr- bit of offense Dante would try yeah, actually had a counter to it. I thought that was pretty cool. So, Ro, uh, you, you mentioned Rowan. you mentioned na right. generic si A-Kid. Which, that is actually my problem. When A-Kid was rebranded or repackaged as Aksham, I think it was really impressive. Lahat ng moves ni Dante Chen, he countered it and it's been a while since we had the masked luchador aside from Rey Mysterio, so that's fine with me. I think the gimmick is gonna last for a few, and then eventually they're just gonna forget about it, and then Axum is gonna be just a generic masked wrestler with a cool uh, name and a cool design in his gear, deba. So, I guess enjoy it while it lasts. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how closely they're gonna integrate that psychology in every one of his matches so if they do go congrats to them if they don't um i wouldn't be surprised either for what it's worth i do appreciate all the cgi and ar and special effects in action's entrance mm. yeah uh they're usually good at that part at the presentation part so okay, 
Yeah. Let's talk about the women once again. Uh, let's get to the next slide and bring up Zoe Stark. So she's back. She was last seen on TV in November. She had surgery and then rehab. And she came back to win the 20 woman, 20 women, women, yeah, battle royal for Mandy Rose's next challenger. And right at the end, when Cora Jade was sneaking up on Zoe Stark and trying to get a sneaky win, kala ko yun yun, uh, it would be Cora Jade. But then again, it didn't make sense about heel versus heel. So uh, what do you guys think about the way they brought Zoe Stark back? Let's start with Rowan. Uh, I'm not a huge Zoe Stark fan, but this is good because we have a new contender uh, who is established, actually. Uh, looking at the other women involved in the Battle Royale, some of them already challenged for the title and they lost. Uh, you see Indy Hartwell. Yeah. Uh, some of them are like bound to lose the Battle Royale anyways. But, so palagay ko, Zoe Stark was really convincing that she won. Because she established her name and her resume as a former NXT Women's Tag Team Champion. I think... It's a next step for her to be a women's world champion. On the other side, on the other hand, I really like Zoe Stark. Um, I think she was one of the last great signings from the indie scene that they got before Triple H got pushed aside, got benched, if you will. So I really like that they are pushing Zoe Stark to this level. Sorry to Alba Fire, but this is a good candidate to take the women's championship from Mandy Rose. So. If Mandy Rose loses to Zoe Stark, as I said earlier, I would not be sad about that at all. So, Sanasha, and then Sanasha, they bring Toxic Attraction up to the main roster. Are Gigi and JC really that main roster ready? Like, from what we've seen of them on TV? Aliyah is on the main roster. So, if Aliyah is on the main roster, then how can you really say that Gigi and JC are not ready? I know Gigi's good, but uh, I know JC is a product of the Performance Center. So I think they're are okay, Naman. Eventually, you just have to move on up and get the reps on a bigger stage. They're not that bad. Again, Aliyah is on the main roster, and she's not that skilled. I mean, she's not as experienced as the rest, and they still put her on that spot after how many years in the Performance Center. So there's nothing wrong with it. I Let them learn on the main roster. It's fine. For me, I would probably love to have Toxic Attraction on the main roster just so we can have a legit tag team again. So we can put the women's tag team championships on them, then maybe build Good. some baby faces Good. and uh, fill out the, the, uh, the division, right? Give Toxic Attraction and the women's tag team division something to do on the main roster. Speaking of tag teams, exactly. the identities of the dyad were revealed this week on NXT. Let's get to that next slide. And... It's the guys we formerly knew as the grizzled young veterans. They are no longer soon to be recognized because now they have been claimed by the schism. So uh, I, I forgot you name me uh, James Drake, is it Jagger something? Jagger Reed and Rip Fowler, which I think are very uh, stereotypically British sounding names. But I don't mind. In fact, I like the clean shaven look and the very unhinged presentation for both guys. It reminds me of Sean O'Hare. Yeah, itong si Jagger Reed, long lost sibling ni James Reed, kasi marami silang Reeds. <laughs> I like this a lot, as you probably already mentioned or are about to mention. GYV has been floundering since coming stateside. They're good, but um, they had been cast aside in favor of more popular teams, so they didn't really translate as well outside of NXT UK. I like this look for Zach Gibson. Pogi palasha. Can you imagine? Yeah, I know, right? So he actually looks, I think he's in better shape as well. Uh, he looks a little, a little slim here. 
and I think that they are going to carry Joe Gacy's yeah. ass because uh, Joe Gacy isn't really that riveting and compelling as an actor. So uh, they're going to be his his beaters, his his heaters, and um, they are much better and much more compelling than Joe Gacy himself. So it's a win for the schism for me. Yeah. What I appreciate about the whole schism promo from this week is that they actually acknowledged, in fact, that they were, as you mentioned, bro, they got lost in the shuffle and Joe Gacy recognized them and their talents and realized that I can bring you into the fold, buy into my message of you know, his, his twisted take on inclusivity. And now they've become the dyad. So I'm with you here. I'm actually invested in, in this group mostly because of the dyad. Oh, Rowan. Rowan, any thoughts? Ah, no, I wasn't. Um, everyone was already, everyone was already commenting on Twitter that I it was, was them, so I expected it to be them because I, I don't know who else it would be either. It would. Uh, That's also true. Yeah. Uh, it was great. Inya, as Stan mentioned, that it was them because Inya, there was a built-in story about them uh, being lost in the shuffle, and they got found again. So it was a good. Uh, it was a good playing out that it ended up being GYV. Uh, yeah. Uh, were, were you guys surprised that it was GYV? Because it was last week. Yeah. And it, it's good because the guys were there. They're warm bodies. Give them something to do because they're actually very capable in the ring and on the mic. So there. Let's take a break. And when we come back, we're going to cross over to AEW. We'll talk about Luchasaurus and the barbed wire match that main evented today's Dynamite. But first, we'll take another break. And because Rowan does not want to read the spiel, Rowan will do it once again. Here's how you can support the online shopping podcast, rather, through your online shopping over on Shopee. According to Shopee, it is the home and hobby sale from July 20 to July 23. So if you are getting anything uh, for your house or for your hobbies uh, on Shopee, you can support the podcast in the process by using our affiliate link. It is podlink.co slash W9X. Podlink.co slash the letter W, the number 9, and the letter X. Type that in your mobile browser at the cart and check out from the mobile app. And what you buy will also help us do what we do here in the podcast at no extra cost. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Do we have any shout-outs over on Kumu? Just saying hey to our patron and friend Lance, who has been sending us a bunch of stickers. I think because Lance is happy about a coming big change in his life right now. So thank you for that. Yawn! Yep. That was uh, really loud, but okay. Thank you, Lance. You're treating us like a gotcha game, so I don't know what you want from us. So this is, hey, this is us shouting you out. Also saying hey to our uh, baby face producer, Nikai, who is... Um, 
also tuned in right now, sending us halo halo and lechon. Maraming salamat nikai. And yun, uh, everyone else who's tuned in on Kumu and on Facebook, thank you guys. Thank you for smashing those hearts and sending us the stickers and sending us diamonds and letting everyone know that you like what you hear on Facebook and on Kumu. Love na miya si Babyface producer Nikai, even though she's no longer our Babyface producer. And since hindi niya naabutan yung soundboard, let's send this one out to her. You the real MVP. Yo! Yes, she is. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. All right, let's talk about AEW. Let's start with Luchasaurus. Let's bring on that next slide. And um, it seems like he and Jungle Boy are friends again. Ah. What happened here? God. God, I hate this. Like, I hate this so much. Um, I'm one to champion how Tony Khan tells stories, but lately he has been missing quite a bit. This is one of his misses. So for those not following at home, uh, after Christian turned on Jungle Boy, uh, Christian tried to convert Luchasaurus to his side. So for a time, uh, Mohang na convert si Luchasaurus. And then today on Dynamite, Jungle Boy returned. and as Luchasaurus was about to meet him and potentially beat him up, Luchasaurus ended up giving in and revealing that he was actually on his side this whole time. So that ends up totaling to two Luchasaurus turns in the span of a month. And it's really, yeah, it's really bad, bad writing. So for one thing, if Luchasaurus was going to be a face this entire time, why did we have to go through him ter- joining Christian's side? Right? And pretending that he was a heel for two weeks to three weeks. And yeah, di lang yun. it also makes Christian look bad. Na parang, oh, so wala siya talagang influence over anyone. Like, what did he gain out of all of this? Yeah, right? and if Luchasaurus was actually faking Jungle Boy, up to this point, then why did he just not beat up Jungle Boy to begin with? So, yeah. whichever way you look at it, it's a mess and it's Tony Khan trying to be different, trying to surprise the fans out of nowhere. And it's not a bad look because it doesn't make sense because uh, I can't predict it in a, and that's not in a good way. Uh, Rowan, before I get to you, sabi ni Julian, hindi ba baka swerve lang to for Luchasaurus to ter- turn on Jungle Boy and fully turn heel? Dude, that would be super confusing. Now, why did he... Why did he just beat him up yeah. kanina? He was already there. Rowan, what do you think about this? What, what would... That wouldn't be good either. <laughs> that wouldn't be good. Uh, ako, well, I, I, I expected that this would be a typical... Uh, wrestling storyline na kung sino yung kakampi na, uh, na na hostage or whatever and then it was con- he was converted into this new mindset parang mina mind conditioning siya and all typically you the hero na dati niyang kakampi who would save him from that misery and then wala akong maiisip na wrestling storyline na ganyan at uh, wala akong maiisip talaga so uh, SpongeBob movie whatever uh, si yung See King Neptune. He he got the uh, bucket on his head, but uh, okay. it got taken off. It's a story. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. It's a story. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, the bucket got taken off his head. The chum bucket head, and then like a hero now it's Parang wala man lang. They they should have gave this like a three month build or like a three month yeah. three right. month story. I agree. He's he's lagging, but I agree. It should have gotten a three month story. Emil says. 
we have to let it play out. I agree. Normally, I would agree, but it had already played out since uh, Christian's heel turn. And the way it has played out since is really, really confusing. And if it ends up being another heel turn for Luchasaurus down the line, that would make three heel turns in under two months. So that is super, super confusing. And yeah, even for Big Show. Even for Big Show. And it just doesn't look good. At the point where it has already played out. Look at Rowan A.S.H. with all the deep cuts tonight. First Oliver Gray and then King Neptune from the Spongebob movie. Gosh. Um, I appreciate Glendale calling Christian Cage Plankton. Because he does kind of uh, feel like uh, Plankton now. He, he's a bumbling heel at this point. Which is not the type of heel I want Christian Cage to be. I want him to be slimy and menacing. And an actual threat. Like the Bowie sa Ano, yes! Agreed! So, so, apparently, I, I was sad. saying kanina, Jungle Boy should have, like, make Bawe see Luchasaurus for, like, three week, three months, rather. Okay. Alright. I mean, I, yeah. I guess that's better. Sabi, sabi mo, Ro, kanina na okay. this is probably uh, TK's attempt uh, of, of being different in terms of storytelling. To which I say na, there's a reason why certain storyline beats are familiar and overused. It's because they work. And sometimes you have to just keep it simple in wrestling. Yeah. It was already interesting. It was already intriguing that Luchasaurus would turn to the dark side. He even went black and all of that. His his gear became black. Yeah. He changed his music. The K-esque yeah, so entrance. What's the point of him going back? So it doesn't make sense. Um, it's already playing out in a way that doesn't make sense. So I don't like it from here. Yeah. Uh, there are only four words we want out of wrestling. Make it make sense. Okay, let's uh, talk about the main event of Dynamite earlier, the barbed wire match. Let's bring on that last slide, babyface producer Mike. And let me ask you this, everyone in the comments. Were you satisfied with that match, with the ending? And ito na ba? Tapos na ba yung feud? Or is there another chapter to Kingston versus Jericho? Because this feud has been running for five months. Ineg pa yung Naomi versus Sonya feud. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. To be fair, they have been switching it up. It's not just, you know, match after match every week. So it's been a long-running soap opera. So it's included a whole bunch of different players. Yep. And at this point, I don't know what to make of it. But the way it went down, Kanina, it doesn't look like it's over and that they wanted more gang wars. At least there's at least one more big gang war happening on the horizon. Roman J, did you not see Eddie Kingston's back? His back was uh was really yeah, yeah, he was bleeding yeah. hard. His, his face wasn't bleeding, but his Alam back was. So, <laughs> uh, did you really watch the match, sir? Hmm. <laughs> Rowan, your thoughts? Yeah, so like what I said, penitentiary Eddie Kingston, and I'm kind of cringing, but I mean that's what a barbed wire match supposed to be like. It's really gory and bloody. I can handle the blood, but for some reason, more WWE guy ako. Kaya parang hindi ako sanay sa barbed wire. I, I haven't seen those ECW matches as well. So, medyo, it's satisfying in a way na, na na-enjoy ko yung match. Pero, it's a bit cringy as well. Pero, it's good, nonetheless. Cringy because it's yes. violent. Not because, yeah, cringy it's, because it's, oh, violent. It's, it's, you know. Right, right. Not cringe. Because now cringe means different yeah. things. So, uh, we have to make that clear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I do have to applaud Jericho here because at 51, 52 years old, Chris Jericho doesn't need to do this. 
he should not have to bleed and put himself through insane amounts of pain just to sports entertain us. But he's doing this. And I appreciate it. The evolution of the Chris Jericho character. The fact that he's bringing out the pain maker once again from his exploits in New Japan. Uh, it seems like he must have liked uh, what he did with Nick K- uh, Nick Gage rather, last year. So uh, I guess that's what he was channeling here. And see, Eddie Kingston, you know, he, he would fight in any given scenario. So I have to give both men props. It's just that sobrang convoluted na for me na now Anna Jay is involved, right? Uh, like, uh, where where is Eddie Kingston and friends? Where are they going to get another wo- woman to join them when everyone else seems to be caught up in their own little story? Yeah. I don't know. I wanted this to be the climax for the whole Eddie Kingston versus Chris Jericho thing because it did feel like the climax. I wanted war. Ga- I wanted war games to be the climax, but Claudio stole that thunder, right? Yep. So now it's apparently still not the climax, and I just don't know. This is approaching yeah. WWE levels of ridiculousness, and to think, ironically, Tony Khan didn't want to do anything WWE was doing or what Vince would have done. So, does does he want someone to die? Does, it, it does also feel like um, he sees what he has with Eddie Kingston and that he wants to milk the fuck out of it. And honestly, I get it. I get it. Because Vince would do the same. Like That's why he's he did like three Seth Rollins versus Cody Rhodes matches. That's why he's doing five Becky Lynch versus Asuka matches because they are just that good. And, but I feel like Tony Khan has lost his way here. And it's also a trap that he listens to the fans. So tamana, tamana. Let's move on and do something else here. And that he Eddie Kingston already threw uh Chris Jericho through a web of barbed wire. I think that should be it. If I were him. That should be it. Because Chris Jericho. So he got what he wanted. As Taz said on commentary, it wasn't about the win or the loss in the record books. It was about um, Eddie Kingston making Chris Jericho bleed. And I think that's finally it. Let's branch out if we have to branch out. But let's please move on from Eddie Kingston versus Chris Jericho. Hey, you know what would be fun? Eddie Kingston versus Claudio Castagnoli. I would like to see that. Move on. Okay. Yeah, like I, I didn't know uh yung Chikara history nila, like before Claudio debuted in AEW. Uh shout out to my friend Joseph Montesilio, who has this very informative uh vlog about or video essay rather about the Kingston and Claudio feud, uh, which is on his YouTube channel. If you want a refresher, you go there. Um, and it's a very deep story that they could actually tell because they never got to resolve that arc because Claudio went to WWE about a decade ago. So if they want to pick it up right now, now you know they already planted the seeds. Now, right now they're on the same side. Nagmumurahan sila. Why not give us yeah. Eddie Claudio? I think they are getting there. They did plant the seeds, but they still really like Eddie versus Jericho. Because maganda yung sagutan nila. So I think it's time to just give it a rest already. And like I said, time to move on. Um, do something else. Tony Khan is good at doing something else. That's one thing I'll give him credit for. So I want him to do this now. Yeah. Rowan, any thoughts or do you want to wrap it up? I'll wrap it up. Let's go. All right. Let's get to our picks of the week. Everybody can send in your picks in the comments as we always do. So yeah, Rowan, since you're the heel, you get to start with your pick of the week. That's right. So surprise, surprise, I watched a wrestling alternative today or a couple of weeks ago or days ago, rather. So I watched NWA Power, Chris Adonis versus Tom Latimer in a Race to the Chase Championship tournament. So... 
it was really good. I haven't seen Chris Masters for a long time, and uh, Bram right. really looked good right here in this match. Uh, so okay, my pick. Um, go watch the G One though; it's pretty yeah, fun. Garo, but pick. my pick is uh, from today's Dynamite: uh, Best Friends versus the Blackpool Combat Club. By default, because it's a John Moxley match. All right. My pick of the week, as always, when there's a Heritage Cup match or a Heritage Rules match, I will pick it. So go check out NXT UK last week. Mark Coffey finally won a singles championship on NXT UK. He's the new Heritage Cup champion after he defeated Noam Dar. I loved the sequence where uh, Mark Coffey finally got the finish off Noam Dar. And it was a great way to cap off this uh, singles redemption arc for Mark Coffey. Na parang like GYV then when Wolfgang decided to do his own thing and Joe Coffey uh, feels down in the dump. So I thought they would go to a sibling story here, a sibling rivalry between Mark and Joe Coffey. Instead, Mark Coffey won the Heritage Cup and then Joe came out to support him. So um, I don't know where that's going to go, but right now the feel-good moment for Mark Coffey. Really loved it, really appreciated it. And if you don't watch NXT UK, paren, you're missing out. Really good stuff. Uh, coming out of NXT UK every Friday, Manila time on the WWE Network. Let's get to your picks in the comment section. See Emil picks Will Ospreay versus ELP from day one of the G1. James Andre uh, has a lot as usual. Uh, best friends versus Blackpool Combat Club being one of them. Bruce picks Rey Mysterio versus Damian Priest from Raw this week. Leo picks the 20 Woman Battle Royale from NXT and the AE biography on Goldberg, which was surprisingly fun, even though Goldberg is not my favorite wrestler. Uh, Julian picks the heel promo by Cora Jade and BCC versus Best Friends. Admin Angela picks Okada versus Cobb from Night One and Cora Jade's promo. John Christopher picks Ricky Starks uh, trying to mock Danhausen. Alistair Conde, nice pick here. JD McDonough. Versus Cameron Grimes. Great opener for NXT this past week. And pa ba? Uh, Janelle, same pick. And the Bianca Becky promo. So there you go. Thanks so much to everybody who sent in their picks of the week. Sa kumu meron ba? Wala naman. So we're all good here. All right. We're going to be ending a few minutes early, which is always good. Uh, any plugs on your end? Let's start with Rowan. Uh, yeah, and guys, let's uh, please support local wrestling. So yeah, so uh, subscribe to our Patreon para mabasa niyo yung weekly wrestling reviews coming in the room. You guys are here in the stream, so that means you love wrestling. So it is time to support the local brand. Uh, right now, MWF is going on, so uh, please subscribe to Gank and just help us sustain the content that we are putting out. So it's only 540 pesos a month. You can pay through Gcash if that's more convenient for you, which I am sure it is. Uh, when you do that, you get access to uh, the previous, the current and previous episodes of Action Novella TV, the second season of Action Novella TV. And I believe there's also a Discord community, Tamabar Rowan. Uh, are you a part of this Discord community? Yeah, I'm that's part of it. Right. And I believe uh, I might be wrong here. Sorry if I am, but there might be a um, discount or uh, at least a special deal for MWF Road to Fate, which is happening September 11 at the Peta Theater in Quezon City. Right. So um, if you are also thinking about supporting MWF and local wrestling by watching that, nice. please do so. And it's also easier if you are a gang subscriber. So you know. And please also follow us on TikTok. Comment on our TikToks at Wrestling2XY. Right. 
Uh, over on my end, um, I have been on the air for the first time in over a year on radio. So I was on Play FM yesterday doing the morning show. I'll be back tomorrow, first thing in the morning, 7 to 10 a.m. alongside the hosts, Jello Andres, who's been on this podcast, and Jazz Reyes. So go check that out. And uh, for everything else that we do, Julian, I know you have a question about the podcast. Uh, tweet me at underscore Stancy. Dun ko sasagotin. At Monday Night Rowan for Rowan. At Roizwar for Ro, at Chino Supersized for Chino. Thank you very much to all of our babyface producers behind the scenes, Gel, Mike, the rest of the gang over at PNA. And thank you everyone for joining us for another live stream of the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast, the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. On behalf of Rowan ASH and Ro Moran, my name is Stan C, reminding everyone to get your vaccines. And your boosters if and when you can and to stay masked, alright? Wrestling, wrestling podcast out. Bye-bye. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.